Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 186. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. Hello, folks. We got a show for you today. Thank you for hopping on and joining us. What's Real Talk? It's an opportunity to talk about life, God, the Bible, everything in between. Somewhere in the description of this video or podcast, you will see a link, or at least the description of the link. It types out www.theremnant.life slash real. That's Talk the Real, and that is R-E-A-L, like the show you clicked on. If you click on that link, go all the way down to the bottom of the page, you'll have a button that says Submit. Click submit, enter your question about God, life, the Bible from a Christian perspective. Maybe you don't have anyone to ask, or maybe you feel uncomfortable asking your pastor or someone in your church, or it's a sensitive topic, but you really need an answer. Um, this is the place to do it. Why, you ask? Because that question will go to, into our database instantaneously and anonymously. We genuinely can't see you. We don't know who you are. Couldn't find you if we tried. And that's what the show's about. We also sometimes take a look at uh, articles. Yes. And um, from a Christian perspective, and give you a little insight into our lives and hopefully it will motivate you to seek out the answers that you're looking for in life and have those kinds of conversations at home with friends, et cetera. Boom. That's it. Hey, shout out to our real ones, our Real Talk Club. You guys are amazing. That's going to that's gonna be Sierra, Greg, Mad Max, Krista. You guys are awesome. Thank you guys so much for donating to our club. You guys are amazing. Bam. Thank you. All right. Um... Anything going on in your life, man? Hmm. So, I got one thing. Okay. And this is this is going to be ridiculous, probably, but I've got one thing. All right. So, I've noticed that some of my my anxious ticks are coming back, and you had to tell me about this earlier. <laughs> so, whenever AJ is anxious, whenever I'm anxious, I start doing weird little things. And one of them that I've noticed that I was doing is I'm starting to rub my arms for some reason. And it's really weird. So Todd had to tell me earlier, hey, man, you're rubbing your arms like a weirdo. (laughs) Yeah, that's a true story. It did happen. So when I was younger, a little story, um, I never really knew that I had, like, anxious tics. I just did these things. Sure. So um, one thing that I used to do that I'm so glad I don't do anymore is I used to pull my eyelashes Literally used to just pull my eyelashes, dude. Oh, sorry, that was my knee. You guys saw a look of pain. <laughs> uh, my knee just did a terrible pain. Go ahead. So that was one of my main ones. I used to, I used to just pull my eyelashes like a, like a crazy person. And another thing I used to do that, I, that apparently I still do sometimes, but I don't notice this at all, is I used to smell my hands all the time. So now that's a little you funny. You still do that one sometimes. Yes, yes. I still do that one sometimes, and it's weird because that's when I don't notice it's so I just and it's weird because I just do it, don't even notice. But um, so apparently, one of my newer ones now is I rub my arms, and I think my justification in my mind is like I have dry skin, so I'm just gonna rub my arms. But really, it's just an anxious tick. So that is one th- one of the latest things I've realized in my life is I as I'm developing s- some new anxious ticks. Now, one that I was better at, but I'm start slowly starting to get a little worse at is chewing on my fingers. I'm trying to quit chewing on my fingers, and I I, I did have a good. Uh, stint there well I wasn't doing it as much but now man I'm kind of back, back on uh, yeah I'm back to gnawing on them it's so annoying because I had my fingers looking nice for a little bit now they're just kind of gross again I read somewhere I don't know if this is true because I personally never look at someone's fingernails but I have heard that ladies do look at people's men's fingernails mm-hmm. so I'm just um, gnawing away mom me too I, I did I don't know if that's true I read it somewhere so you know if you read it it's obviously true uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, let us know, the ladies. Do you do you notice or pay attention to a guy's fingernails? Do you notice that? Is that something you look at? 
Because I, I don't know if I you guys not. have ever heard that. <laughs> it's, it's said that one of the first things women actually notice about you is your shoes. Did you hear that before? Ladies, is I that true? That. If you're a lady fan, a lady friend, let us know in the comments below and or using the link www.threadme.life.com. Do it right Ooh. now. Take a second. Pause. Go in, go in. Tell us. Do you look at fingernails and or do you notice a guy should do it? Do you notice shoes right away? I have heard that. Man, that's always one thing, man. Because if that's true, man, my shoes, I've always, I wear my shoes down, dude. Yeah, I get it, man. Like, I, I mean, I will not buy a new pair of shoes until they're, like, trashed. So even, like, the Converse I have on right now, I mean, they're ripped up. Like, you could, like, see my, my pinky toe sticking out, like, with my sock. Yeah, man, I think that's kind of the vibe you've sort of embraced here. Mm-hmm. Like a, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to call it anymore, kind of a rocky hipster or something. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah a, it's a, very cheap to go to Walmart and get new shoes. I'm a, gr- I'm a, dude, and I've said this before, Walmart's clothing and shoe game is really upped. They've really, I hate giving Walmart any credit. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but local marts. Would you, are you, I have one, I think, for the, what you were looking for. Would you call me a grungy hippie? Sure. No, that sounds appropriate. That sounds appropriate. So I'm a grungy hippie when it comes to style and life. I was going to say. <laughs> hey, man. Apparently likable. People like it. Peace, love, dope, right? Whatever. Peace, love, and dope. <laughs> don't, don't smoke dope. <laughs> don't turns, do it. <laughs> don't we probably should edit that. But <laughs> don't be a dope for dope. There. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. No. I about passed out. Is yeah. that what they used to say? Peace, love, dope, or something? Honestly, I have something no idea. Like that, I guess. I don't I know did. anything. I have no about idea. For as much as I come off I, as a hippie, I know nothing about them. All my braid frat... Uh, frat boys? No. That's what you said. I just stopped my uh, going well speech so impediment. Anyways, <laughs> we don't want another incident of flag football. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was so funny. Um, anyways... Uh, it all that flashed into my mind when you were talking about that was the Dare program. That's what I was thinking <laughs> when I said, "Don't be a yeah, don't be a dope for dope." Yeah. Oh, hey, shout out to Dare. I yeah. still remember the lessons they told me. Yeah. I don't remember what that dog's name was though. I didn't McRuff know they had or something. Yeah, there was something a like, there was a, was at it a one, bulldog. Actually? At one, I don't. Maybe I just remember one time they had a dog mascot. I'm, I'm a weirdo because it? I was in like Absolutely. three different <laughs> like. There was three different school programs. I was young enough to still have the tail end of Dare. Dog. And then I, I mid mid yep. career Told in you. school. Take a bite, McGruff. I was right, McGruff, McGruff the, the crime, dog. the yes. crime dog. That's amazing. I should have said it, but I was afraid that it was actually from uh, Crime Stoppers, so I didn't say it. It's definitely McGruff. <laughs> crime Stoppers. <laughs> now, now they have a lion. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. it's changed like three or four times. Look at that. I dog. remember. I, I, dog. I don't remember if this was Dare. Or if this was just a whole other company. But I remember, do you guys remember the Wacko Tobacco? Wait, I'm looking up. Yeah, what? Do you remember the Wacko Tobacco ads in, like, magazines? I'm not no. sure that I did. Dude, I those were... Magazines. I think he was a part of it. Now there's a lion. And, and I think we used to have... Darren the Lion. What an odd name. Darren the oh, Lion. Oh, Darren. That makes oh, sense. Mm-hmm. Embarrassing. Good call. Anyway. It's clever. So, yeah, Dare. Shout out. Yep. They gave us free shirts. Dude, I never got a free shirt from well, him. Probably did Anytime drugs. I was supposed to get a free shirt, I never got one. I gave my blood once because I was told I was going to get a free. Because <laughs> I was going to get a free shirt from a blood drive. Never got it. No, I, I never got it either. I was at the tail end of Dare when Dare's Dare. Were not do it anymore. 
Uh, they don't. They still do it, but it's it's still like a thing. But it's not like in schools uh, as much as it was yeah. before. They don't they do like anything have like, in school nowadays. Well, I was in three different, three four different programs because it changed almost every year. It felt mm. like it was like dare throughout elementary school, and then high middle school it was like one program and then another, and then high school there was one, and then they were like, wait a second, we should probably talk to the juniors and seniors and remind them that drugs are bad, and they come up with this other program that I don't remember to this day that was just strange. Yeah, I we only I only remember Dare. That's the only one I remember. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, anything else? Yeah, man. Actually, I just remembered one thing. I just wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. It was uh, I, in my Bible reading. I was reading. I'm still reading through Acts, mm-hmm. doing you know the whole like you know I'll do a section or two at a time now. I, I try not to overdo it. And I'm in Acts 13 right now, and I I know I've read this before, but every time I read it, it just like smacks me in the face of like, dang dude, like. I am not very bold in my faith like Peter or like Saul or any of these guys. And I believe this is Saul. Yep, this is Saul. And uh, it's him and Barnabas when they went to Cyprus. And there was a uh, um, there was a magician named, uh, and maybe you'll, actually this is a great question for you. Because I don't know how to enunciate this guy's name. It's the Bar, it's Bar Jesus or is it Bar Hays? Yeah. Like, is it yeah. Bar Jesus? Okay, so there's a uh a magician there named Bar-Jesus, and he was spreading, you know, false, he was false witnessing. And uh, Paul just came at him, man, with some truth, and it was amazing, calling him, you son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, full of full of all deceit and villainy, will you not stop making crooked the straight paths of the Lord? And I was like, dude, he just went at it. Uh, he says, and now behold, the hand of the Lord is upon you, and you will be blind and unable to see the sun for a time. Immediately the mist and darkness fell upon him, and he went about seeking people to lead him by the hand. And I was like, and it also says that uh, the people were astonished at the teaching of the Lord. So once again, like, just a continuation, dude, of, like, realizing that, like, just the boldness of, you know, Paul and, and Peter and all these all these dudes, man. And it's like, I just, man, I am not very bold, you know. I, you know I wouldn't, when I try to put myself in that situation, I don't know if I would have said that, you know? And it's like, dang. So, you know, it just kind of, yeah, it just kind of hit me in the mouth, man, of like, I need to be more bold in my faith. Like, I need to speak out more. I need to, like, because for me, I just, I just don't, you know? I, I don't, if I see things, I don't say them all the time. Or if I do, I just blurt it out like a, like a dummy, you know? Or like, it just, I'm not very, you know? So, I don't know. I don't know if that makes any sense, but... That's just another thing that I realized, you know, just I'm so in awe, I guess, of like their boldness, because at the end of the day, they were just men like I am. Yeah, man. And it's like, dang, dude, like, I know I have that capability, but I just don't do it. So mm-hmm. and it's like those moments that come up, you know, when is the next one that's going to come up? I don't know. But like my why don't ho- you do it? My ho- exactly. My hope. Oh, I'm asking you, why don't you do it? Hmm. I think a lot of fear, a lot of fear hinder me, you know, very fearful a lot of the time. And, you know, I I get I get scared of, you know, what people are going to say, what they're going to do, you know, and it's like, man, I just don't live in that faith a lot of the time that that they did that confidence. Right. Like, it doesn't matter. You know, I think about, you know, when I believe it's Paul and the rest of the crew, they get they literally get beat up and they're like they're rejoicing as they leave town. It's like, damn, you know, so. I want my faith to get to a point where it's like that, where I'm just so, I, I, I'm so in touch 
with with the Holy Spirit, man, that I'm just going to say things, and it's not going to be reliant on whether or not something's going to happen or they're going to react a certain way, you know? That's what I want. I get it. You have to practice on the small things, though. You're going to be ready for the big ones. So the times that you have to speak up, mm. when, when the uh, cost isn't death, you know, when it's just somebody being upset. That's so true, and like that's I still get stuck on that. You know, I have I have brief moments where I'm able to get like like get past that, and I just dive in. And there's times where I don't, and it's like, dang. So you're right. That's good. Hmm. But that's that was the only other thing I had about life was just like just reading through Acts. Still, man, it's just so good. I love it. Yeah, it's good. it's it's such a good book, man. And like, I'm so glad I'm reading it um, the way I am. Yeah. Instead of just like reading like an entire chapter, not taking hardly anything, just like a couple sections at a time, and it's just like really like awesome. still hitting me, man. So, just such a blessing, like that sermon, man. That you said that it's just been haven't stopped. <laughs> so it's been good. So thank you for saying that because you've literally it's changed the way I've read entirely. Hmm. Yeah, man. That's cool. Well, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, Acts is interesting. It's funny you said that. One of the articles I was reading before the show was about a guy who started a ministry called The Last Reformation. I haven't looked into it, but he's from, he's, uh, he's from Denmark. And uh, the idea is to return the church back to Acts, which is a lot of what we want to do here yeah, as well. But So it's interesting that you ended up bringing up Acts. But mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, How about you, man? How you doing? <laughs> How's life? How's I'm the doing highway right. of life? It's going. <clears throat> we uh, had an update on... I don't know if we said this, but we've started flag football again for the first time in a couple of years. Oh, yeah. And um, the first week things started just like they always do. We got smoked, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is angering to me. <laughs> Primarily quitting, which I've talked about. I can't stand. That sounds so harsh, but I really struggle with people that quit, man. So I, that's what happened. But that's not what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about a phenomenon that has been happening since I've ever played flag. And you guys have been here for much of this. I once again had a guy try to fight me mm-hmm. for nothing. Yep. Um, and both you guys were there. Yep. Uh-huh. So to, to, to tell you guys what happened here, and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong. <clears throat> we play these guys. And um, by the way, we had an awesome game. It was a good game. We should have won by like four touchdowns. We ended up tying. Oh, yeah. um, but so we play this game, and they got this guy, this tall guy. And I noticed it early on that when I caught a ball, he, he wrapped me up, right, and pulled a flag. I'm not against that. I get it. Yeah. You know, I've told our guys. But he put a little, what I call a little hot sauce on that, which mm-hmm. means he, uh, he thumped me a little, right, with his shoulder. So the first time I kind of just like, all right, cool, maybe he, you know, he didn't mean to. Because, you know, I'm a fairly big guy. I've yeah. played real football. I would love to just, you want to go, let's just truck, man. You just mm-hmm. want to, you want a ball like big boys? We can do that. But see, there it is coming out. But we don't do that. So I'll let it go. <laughs> Then he continues to do this because I actually got a lot of balls this game, and he's doing it to other people. Well, then, and I can't remember which came first, and maybe you guys do. Did me swatting the ball come first? Yes. Okay, then uh-huh. this all makes sense. So yep. he had continued to hit our guys, and I went to, to the ref, who this is a girl, a lady I knew, kind of knew over the years. Mm-hmm. She's still there. And I was like, yeah, hey. Why are you letting him do that? She goes, who, blah, blah, blah. I go, that safety's hitting us every time. It makes me want to, like, you know. And I, I'm i pretty sure, keep in mind, I've been in, I was encouraging to their team. I was saying things like, good job, great catch. 
All those kinds of things. Yeah. I was not being aggressive. Tell me if I'm wrong. Nope. So, and this is my life. That's why it's a phenomenon. Exactly. (laughs) So, later on, this guy who who was talking about hitting people and telling, he literally told them, his team at one point, to hit them. Wrap wrap them up and hit them. And I was like, I still kept quiet because, as you guys know, I've been trying to keep calm when I play flag. Because I love football, and it's hard for me not to slip back into the when I play. Yep. So the guy comes across. I play safety. Played it. Played a lot of safety. Played at the highest level. Mm-hmm. Not the highest. The highest would be NFL. I did not play it there. But I played at the mid-level, right? Step below that. A couple steps. <clears throat> still above normal. Mid-high. Yeah, still above, you know, I played at a very high level of professional athletes, okay? Mm-hmm. So I know how to play it. I like it. Oh, yeah. So this guy, I don't get tested a lot on that side. We kind of lock it down. This guy comes across. If you know what a post is, then it was a post. If you don't know what a post is, essentially he started on the other side of the field and then cut across to my side of the field. He's yep. a tall guy. He's probably like 6'3", 6'4", probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, around there. So he goes up for the ball. I come in, and I swat the ball like a cat with a ball of yarn. I swat it out of his hands, okay? Now, typically in flag, because I'm a nice guy, mm-hmm. I don't play – like I really play. Now, I didn't do anything wrong here, but I, because it's this guy and he's hitting me, I'm like, okay, we're playing. I, there was a little contact. Sure. It was legal. They didn't call me for anything no. because I swatted the snot out of that ball. It was, right? Yeah, you met yeah. it at the same time. I mean, it was good play. Absolutely. So he gets up, and he runs over. And as he runs over, and this is towards the end of the game, they've been hitting people. Oh, yeah. we, we end up getting – I think that was third down. We get the ball back. Was it the next play? I think so. So I hear him say – yeah, come my way. You could come blah, blah, like essentially threatening me. Yep. So at this time, LT came out a little bit. <laughs> and, I, and I just said, hey, man, I'll come your, your way all day long. And he mm-hmm. kept talking. I said, I'm not the guy to be talking to like this. I know that sounds that, – that, that was me going to a, a darker place. Yeah. And letting this guy know, you know, the football player means like, dude, I'm the wrong guy to try to bully right now. Mm-hmm. So he keeps – whatever. He talks junk. I don't know if it was the first play or maybe the second play after this. It was soon after. Okay, so we'll say first or second play. <clears throat> I run. I don't know if I even told you guys what I ran. I ran a hitch. Yep. <clears throat> um, and to get the first down, which means, for those that don't know football, I run past the place I need to go to, and then I, at an angle, I come back towards the sideline. Yep. Brandon plays our quarterback threw me the ball. I did this behind their corner in front of the safety because yep. I knew this guy had been biting all week, the whole game. I catch the ball. Of course I do. <laughs> and uh, I knew instinctively what was happening. Now, the funny part is I'm going to tell my version, and I want you to tell me. You, you tell what actually happened. <laughs> okay. So from my version, I catch the ball. I turn and look. He dives at my knees. Hundred percent, like we all agree oh, that he yeah. dove at he my was knees. Going for the right? He wasn't going. Like, am I wrong here? hundred percent. So he dove at my knees, and in my mind, what happened was, and it was still funny, he slid down my body. I jumped out of his legs and kept going in. As I went, like he was trying to hurt me. You shouldn't do that, to even oh, real yeah. football. I laughed at him. Did you hear me laugh oh, at him? Absolutely. And uh, <laughs> which felt great. <laughs> okay, so I come back and I see that the ref has called me for flag guarding. <laughs> and Brandon had said to him, dude, he tried to hit him. Yeah. Because I thought when I saw the penalty that he was actually giving us more yards because mm-hmm. it was like, clearly, this guy tried to hurt me. Mm-hmm. And then I see he goes back, and I'm confused, and I come back to the huddle, <laughs> and I'm going, they go, yeah, they called you flag garden. And 
Brandon, our quarterback, had said to him, dude, are you not going to call anything for him hitting him? And the guy goes, it's effing. And he said the word, flag guarding, whatever, which it was not. Well, mm-hmm. it's either this or that. So before I go on, well, I will now have AJ and Clint, right? AJ, you could start. Clint, explain, because you guys, were you guys in the booth at the I time? I was. I was now, just right there. Now, I was going to say, it just so happened that this play happened directly on our sideline. I was probably was right within there. right in front of you. Oh, it was. So right. you had a great angle. So Best why don't angle. you tell me? Because then I promise you, I promise you that what I told you is what I thought happened. And the only way that I knew what really happened is AJ coming up to me after the game and saying, hey, man, that was awesome when you did this. And he can attest. I go, what are you talking about? (laughs) And then he explained it to me. So, AJ, why don't you explain what happened? So, clearly, you know, you've already set the stage here. Um, Yeah. So the play, I'll just go back to the play. Yeah. You know, clearly the guy's hot, and I see he's 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 not he hasn't taken your eyes off you. Oh, uh, really? No, the whole time? No, oh, he's yeah. looking at you the whole time. He's he's hoping you get the ball. I okay. can oh, already yeah. tell. Lovers laid type stuff. Yeah. 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 So you 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 run your hitch, and I see him just bolt. He's coming at you. I mean, you, before you, I even you catch take, it, exactly. You okay. take your turn, and he's already coming. Okay. And so you catch the ball, and I see you turn around. And now, I, did you see him diving at that point? Even oh, yeah. he's coming. He was, like, what, he was gonna spear me. Is that what he, it looks like? He was coming for your legs, okay. 100%. All right. And and it, if anything, your waist. I mean, he was like he was coming. Either down. okay, but he's, he so he was definitely down. but he was in the air. Yeah, he was he's spearing. Down, yeah, bro. I mean, like I wish okay. I could stand up and show you guys, yeah. but like I mean, all right. He's so coming, either way, he's coming. Down. Yeah, it yeah. was. It would have been a dangerous You're not thing, coming, like, right? It would have oh, been dangerous. Hundred percent, it was dangerous. I wasn't looking. Yeah, hundred percent right. dangerous. And you, <laughs> you turn around and you see him just in time, and you <laughs> stiff arm the daylights out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 catch the ball, put put the ball one hand, and you just start at his face. <laughs> And shove his face down through his chest, and you just shove him into the ground. Oh man! And then you laughed. <laughs> what did he do after I ran off? Uh, do you remember? He, he went boo, hit the ground, and then tried to get up because the play wasn't over. No, you didn't get your I kept running. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, so so you got by, and then I think the other the, the other guy came up and got your flags. Yeah. And by that time, I think he was going hug, all right, and just started. I don't even remember what he said, uh-huh. but he said a bunch of stuff. Uh-huh. But after that, he didn't come at you as hard. No, and I still scored right in front of him <clears throat> later. Yeah, because yeah. If, I, if I remember, like, a couple plays later, you did, like, a similar route, and he came up and bumped you a little bit, but then just pulled your flag. Mm-hmm. And he didn't try to go for your legs again. Yeah. So Which you you stiff-armed yeah. the daylights. Now, here's the guy. thing. <laughs> you guys don't realize. Go ahead, Clint. And, and, to- and speaking from the side of the coach that quite literally could have done Bowdygate in my time if I ever coached um, – this was textbook shred knee. He wasn't going for the waist. He was going to literally cave, concave Todd's knee. Like, it was – if yeah, was I low. was coaching a team, I would be like – So oh, it looked like good. he had no issue with hurting me. Pretty oh, much no. He was going for that knee. He was going for that knee bad. Now, the thing you got to understand, I come – I think it was at the end of the game, and we were kind of talking, and AJ comes up. I didn't even say anything. He goes, dude – I still remember because we were we were out behind the bleachers, yeah. and I was like getting ready to just get out of there because I was I was also cramping a little bit. Yeah. And I come out, and you go, <laughs> you were so you go, dude, that's freaking awesome when you stiff arm that guy. And I go, what are you talking about? <laughs> he goes, you stiff arm that guy right in the face and threw him. I go, what guy? And then he explained, it and I go, oh, that's why he called flag guarding. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you don't know stiff arms, when you take your hand, and 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 well, it depends on where you're at, yep. chest or face. Mask. Mask, usually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or helmet. And, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I played running back and as well. And that was pure instinct because I promise you, I didn't, I didn't plan that. It must yeah. have just been, you saw um, what's that word, like muscle memory, right? Mm-hmm. There's a guy coming in my waist. 
Sti- my, I did have, I'm not bragging, but I, I had a deadly stiff arm back in the day. Mm-hmm. And so apparently it's still there, which is good oh, to know. Yeah. And uh, now I, all I remembered is him kind of sliding off and mm-hmm. laughing because, you know, he's ridiculous. I was laughing because he's like, dude, you tried to tackle me and still failed yep. to get my flag. Oh, yeah. But uh, anyway, so this guy tries the whole game for no reason. And I legitimately encouraged them. So if you've been a literal viewer, a literal viewer, if you've been a viewer from the beginning, literally the beginning yeah. of the show, you know that we've talked about our flag leagues. We haven't played in a couple years. Yeah, it's true. It's been a while. But this happens every single season that someone at least, at inexplicably mm-hmm. tries to fight me for yeah. no reason. Now, to give this guy credit, and maybe it was because he realized, okay, this dude's not playing. Yep. Because he at least never, never got in my face like a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Um, and talk like I'm going to punch you or whatever. But yeah. again, at the end of the day, he did try to hit me. Oh, yeah. And oh. I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. I don't understand because I genuinely go out of my way to be a nice guy and encourage them. If it, anything, my own team might want to punch me sometimes, but other teams, I've been encouraging. Mm-hmm. So it's it genuinely, and I mean this genuinely, I genuinely don't know why it happens, but it's it's so strange to me. It, I don't know, it, man. It, I don't. I don't. I mean, get it. tell me if I'm wrong. Does it seem crazy that they? Because it does happen, right? Oh yeah, it you does. guys have seen it. I mean, I mean the that best, they want to fight. Me. Yes, I don't. I don't understand it. I mean, like it's like you said, the guy was being aggressive all game. Yeah, uh-huh. he was like close to hurting people a couple times. And I didn't say anything till that last moment at all, even though he was doing that. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, he he hit you one time. That's what. It, yeah. And then you said, "All right, that's all you said." Oh, did he get mad at that? Probably. Oh, okay, I didn't know if you heard uh, him say he, something. He was mm-hmm. mad before that. I called it like mid first half. I was like, "Oh yeah, he's getting angry. He's gonna start cheating. He's gonna yeah. start doing it, and that's that's fine." But yeah, he started talking. Event by the end of it, by by about mid mid second half, mid towards the end of the second half, he started talking, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be bad." The thing about it is, man, he wasn't like, good enough to talk. That's what I'm saying. Like, yep. I don't want to be mean. Yep. But uh, certainly was the best player on his team. Thought he was. Mm-hmm. The other thing, you know, there's two. <laughs> the funny thing too is AJ knows me very well, and uh, and. He said this without saying it. That's why he goes, <laughs> I think you said it. you called me LT. I did. Because he knows, as you guys know, there's kind of two personas to me. <laughs> right? There's Todd, who you know and love, and then there's LT. Yeah. And, you know, LT is in many other areas of my life. But football, particularly, it's, it's a, I don't know how you would describe him. But he's mm-hmm. right. Um, because here's the thing. I never talk junk first. Mm-hmm. But I'm very good at it. Once you talk to me. Yeah. Because I'm used to dudes who are ballers mm-hmm. who actually talk. You know right. I mean? Oh, it makes so sense. So if you're a scrub, which, sorry, that's my language for a non-good player who acts like he is. Yep. And you talk to me, that's e- that's easy pickings. Oh, yeah. Because like, I've had dudes that backed up their talk, <clears throat> and I had to learn how to talk to them. Mm-hmm. You got a guy that's actually like, I'm going to kill you. And you're like, he might kill me. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> he might kill me. Like, you, it's, and then you got this guy, and you're like, you're not good. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's very, it's very. We we laugh at it, but it's very frustrating mm-hmm. that uh, that that these guys want to do that. Man, Especially I w- when I go out of my way to try to be nice. Yeah. Until that happens. However, we did gain some new fans. Oh yeah. We gained some new fans that were losing yeah. their minds. I wish I knew what that guy yelled and got excited about when I, apparently I stiff arm because at first I thought he was just happy that the guy didn't tackle me. 
I'm pretty sure he's probably point, saying something about the stiff arm. Probably. You laid him out, dude. It was amazing. <laughs> I wish I had a video of it. I do, too. I really do, because I would like to know how it happened. Dude, cause, I mean, you just, it makes sense that it was instinctual, because, it I mean, was. you didn't have a lot of time. Like, I mean, you turned around, and he was there, and you just went. <laughs> <laughs> Did it start in his face? Oh, yeah. Like, right? Oh, yeah. Just, just. <laughs> and like you just did one swift motion it started at his face and like got it got his face and worked his way down to his chest and just threw him on the ground i mean it was amazing yeah he just stopped him in his tracks that was a classic one of our moments too though where you're coming up and i don't have a clue yeah and it just yeah. happens that, yeah anyway and then i asked other people because i'm like did this happen they go oh yeah you did and i was like i don't know why i talk canadian there but uh oh yeah lad hey anyway it's fun so be praying for us both that we play well and that we're safe yeah and we'll try to update you guys as we go. So right now we're o o one and one because mm-hmm. we have tied one and lost. Which one. I hope that's the case because I was told that if you tie, they count as a loss for both is, teams. Yeah, which is so dumb. What an odd. I game. hope not. Jordan, I hope that's not the case. But Jordan later said there is a tie bracket. Good. I hope so that's the case. Oh yeah, it goes by points yeah. and stuff. That's true. Mm. So at the end, I do remember that. So it's either, I can't remember if it's points allowed or points scored. Gotcha. Uh, and then from there, if there's a tie, it goes to the next one. Gotcha. If it's points allowed, we should be pretty okay. I mean, we hold That's them true. pretty well. Other than this, we, we let this team, who is far worse than the other team, still uh-huh. score, score 60. Yeah. Well, the problem is, yeah, well, you know. We got to train. We have some new We, we need safeties, new, man. Yeah. I, I, I got to be able to take a break. On yeah. safety, you know that mm-hmm. because um, because really that's all it was. It's, it's true. Big plays. Yeah. If you take, I think there was four of them that were like. Other than that, they didn't do anything. Yeah, we yeah we definitely need because you I and can... Ryan do a pretty good job. Well, that got yeah. I mean yes, but even Ryan's still learning. Oh, absolutely. That's he's why. learning. He's and just heck of an. He's else. just a heck of an athlete. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Ryan's yeah. learning, and then we don't really have like. A... I think you could do it, man. If you would just stick to the fact that. No one can go behind you. You know what I mean? Like you just got to be squirrel. I get it. I get it. You're such a squirrel. I just look. At the, I like. I get. I get I, caught up in the ball. The ball's over there. And then Cowboy I Kenny did okay for a couple uh-huh. plays, and then he does the same thing sometimes because mm-hmm. you know. I, but I he had a good. Play. I'm just not yeah. fast enough. I'm a big boy. We ain't built to play safety. It was. <laughs> it was, it was fun boy. though this time. It was fun. I agree. Anyway, that's kind of the only big. Got some turf burn for y'all to see. Oh, dude! Right on the tad again. I know. Um, I remember that year. This is another funny flag story. AJ's like, I don't know, man. I just got this tattoo on my leg. And I'm like, bro, what are the odds that you're going to get your scrape on your tattoo? He goes and plays literally in that game, gets the brand new tattoo scrape. Yeah. I think it turned I had out two. okay. Turned out I think okay. I had two new ones. Yeah. I think I had it was one of like one. Of, I think it was this yeah. one actually, and I had like a wrap on. I just it. remember the leg one. I do remember the leg yeah. too. And it, like I, because I had talked him into it. He yeah. wasn't gonna do it. He's like, I should yeah. probably take you. I was like, dude, come on. <laughs> Didn't I give you my sleeve the next time? I think though? so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can by only the way, imagine. if you want to be less sore for real, you need to go buy those calf sleeves. Really? Yeah. They don't. They're not just for injury prevention. I mean, for injury recovery it also is prevention and circulation it really makes that's nice anyway look i learned something this week don't go as hard on legs because i killed it on legs last week and i was into the game i had to be like yeah i'm hurt i'm hurt i I don't know what's wrong with my left leg i Mm. can't like so i must have pulled something because i went it was wednesday i'm like wednesday you know what it's fine i do legs on wednesday it's a fine thing we just we just bust it out. We go hard. I'm like, I'm gonna go real hard today. So I go real hard on legs. Didn't recover till like Monday of this week. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's 
I did that before too on the week before when I did our uh, our walk. Mm-hmm. I had done it, and I was like, my legs were tired. They didn't hurt, but they were tired. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's it. That was fun. Um, we'll keep you updated on the on the journey of flag football. The journey of flag. Maybe we'll try to get some clips. I know we did one year. That'd be funny to throw on here. Oh, absolutely. That'd be fun. Yeah. That actually reminds me of just a random thing about football, which is that uh, old Pat McAfee show. I saw it. That they can't use the NFL logos. So PF, P-A-F-L. Yeah, so they call it professional, professional American Football League, dude. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh, man. They, they gave him a little threat when he's like, I guess this fall we'll talk about some of the things. You know, I try to keep it positive, but uh, we'll talk yep. about some Dude. Can't stop him from doing that either. Did you see the little graphic they made? It was so funny. Oh, yeah. It was like kid drawings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was that's, 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 I don't know. That stuff's so funny, man. I it, love it's it. good for companies to feel that because at the end of the day, if you want to play hardball, then people who work at those places and do that stuff without a non-disclosure agreement, guess what? They can say and talk about whatever I mean, they, they pay. You can have your own opinion about they, stuff. They that's paid so much money for that. $4 million. $4 million. And then they're like, oh, you can use film even, but, and, but you can't use logos. Like, what? Uh-huh. What's interesting is uh, they don't recognize the influence he has now. So he's big enough now that like he doesn't need that. It's pretty big, man. Yeah. So anyway, moving on. We got questions. Got questions. You got questions. We might have answers. We might. Here we go. First question that came into our anonymous database for you, AJ, is yes. what keeps you at your church? It's a great question. Um, the remnant, you know, they took me and his family the minute I was here. I was here. You know, I... I didn't grow up in church, and, you know, I, I wasn't really sure what to expect when I first came here, and everyone would just welcome me in with such open arms, and, like, everybody was just so cool, and everybody was just so, like, just them. Everybody, I could tell people were just being themselves. Mm. Like, they weren't just being the shell of themselves, like this, like, quote, churched version of themselves. Mm-hmm. It was just them, and mm. church was just their life. It's part of it, and I was like, that's so cool, and, like, I didn't fully understand that until, you know, later years, but that's what it was. Um, you know, I... The way that they treated each other is something that I wanted to be a part of, and that's why I kept coming. That's why I kept trying to get more involved was because I, you know, I didn't really have that in my life. I had never really experienced people loving each other the way they were loving each other. And so, you know, and also just the miracles I have, I've been able to see, man. You know, that's one thing that, you know, there's an old note on my phone from an old sermon that Todd preached uh, in, like, 2018, the four M's to being on fire. And... uh one of them is remember the remember the miracles and remember the moments. And, like, man, there's been so many moments and so many miracles that I've been so blessed to be a part of, but also even just my own life, mm-hmm. what my own life has turned into because of, you know, the remnant and, like, you know, how much that, you know, they, you know, they, we. <laughs> so I'm looking on the Those outside. Those people, man. <laughs> you know, how much, you know, we follow, you know, we try to follow the Bible and, like, how real we are and, like, the community that comes along with being a part of, you know, this church is just, like, I don't know, man. It's it's shaped a lot of who I am now, and it's just a beautiful thing. You know, it's turned my life into a miracle. You know, they've, mm. you know, my relationship with Jesus wouldn't be what it was without the remnant, so mm. that's Scary. why I stay. Um, yeah, pretty similar, I think. Uh, one is because, you know, God had a plan here, hmm. and I think he wanted me to do that and do this. Um, <clears throat> I won't go too much detail of that, but two is the people. Uh, it's incredible. You know, there's amazing people here, and um, <clears throat> I would agree with him on the miracles, and the miracles even being people. To be able to see some of the people's stories, man, and how what happens when <clears throat> people's lives intersect with Jesus, it's, hmm. in, uh, it's an incredible thing, and I enjoy being a part of that, and 
advancing the kingdom, you know, one little bit at a time. So Yes. That's why. Hmm. It's beautiful, man. You're up, my friend. Question for you, Todd. Yes, sir. Did you go buy some Eggo waffles after last week's episode? Uh, <laughs> no, and I forgot. I should. I need to. Dude, you got to remind me. Eggo stuff. You guys got to so remind good. me because I'm going to throw some. Right now, the idea of eating that with some peanut butter on it is just the most exciting thing. Oh, man. So. Eggos are so, I haven't had Eggos in years, man. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to. Thank you for asking. I'm picking up groceries, <laughs> so maybe there'll be some Legos in there. I don't know. Legos or Eggos? I'll eat Eggos. some Legos, too. <laughs> you definitely said Legos. <laughs> look, look I just, I'm just happy that it was Legos with the speech impediment Touché. decided to well, go. All right. Uh, AJ, this is a long one, mm-hmm. but I think it's, it's interesting and good. It's not a question, but more a thought. I saw Tom Brady and his wife are getting a divorce, which is sad. What's worse is all the people I saw laughing and re- reacting to it on social media. It's such a sick world we live in where not only does he have to go through that pain, but he has to release a public statement. To be hated by so many people because of his success, that people would then stoop that low to make fun of him and the situation. Hmm. Yeah, man, you know, it does, it is sad, you know, and, you know, when you're in an elevated a position like Tom Brady's in, you know, being a professional athlete, you know, it is hard because your life becomes becomes uh, so much bigger. You know, you are under, the, you know, the, um, what's the, you're under a microscope, you know, people are just, I think that's the word I'm looking for, or uh, what's the big one? Like where you look like you like, uh, it like magnifies things, uh, magnifying glass. Oh yeah, right? and yeah. a microscope. Okay, same <laughs> thing. I couldn't. I couldn't no, remember if that was the right thing, one. But I mean, my, microscope is good too. Gotcha. Yes. So yeah, your 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 life is under a microscope, man. And so every everything that happens, especially like the likes of a divorce, you know, it's just it's so public and that's hard. And like you, you know, another thing that people don't realize too is like professional athletes, man. Like they have to answer questions. Yeah. Like like it's it's part of their contractual obligation. Um, to be a professional athlete, you know, it's in their contracts is they have to speak to the media. And so, you know, of course, media being the media, they're going to ask about your personal life too at times. And that's hard. And like, you know, as far as the people who, you know, are laughing about and making jokes and, you know, honestly, it's just insecurity. I think it's people wanting to feel better about their own lives. So, you know, if they see a guy like Tom Brady, they're, you know, like, Hey, you know, we'll try to tear him down because maybe I can feel a little bit better about myself. You know, that's to me, that's, that's, or, and some people just want to watch the world burn. They're bitter. Mm. You know, they want to see bad things happen because they've had bad things happen. And so they just want people to feel what they feel. Yeah, and I, I do think people also, I think you were right about success and even um, the person that asked this question. <clears throat> Some people are so bitter that they want to see someone who has money and success and whatever, they, they, they revel in their hurt. Yes. Because in some sick way, you know, it's almost like I want you punished for, for being successful. It's because just so I couldn't odd. be. Yeah. Anyway, great question. You're right. I mean, a great um, commentary on our society from you and the person writing this. It's true. Absolutely. Social media has really created, I don't know. There's a lot of know, junk out there, man. I was man. saying, a lot of ways it's just magnified junk more than I mean, there's some good, but, I mean, in comparison, it's dropping the bucket. Yeah, dude, it's, it's rough. All right. Todd, did you have a favorite gift or card during Pastor Appreciation Month? Um, that's, I don't know. I don't mean to sound like a cop-out answer, but people were so kind. And, yeah. Um, so many beautiful things said. So I don't necessarily know I had a favorite one. Um, <laughs> I had some that were surprising. Yeah. But, uh, man, I, I can't say that because I think in saying something's a favorite, I would be implying that something else wasn't up to. 100%. And I man. just genuinely believe I was just so blessed. 
I didn't deserve, I don't deserve it, didn't deserve it, people's just kind words and their gifts. So I'm very, very thankful for uh, our church. I Absolutely. Don't, I don't deserve you guys that are watching, listening. Um, but yeah, very thankful. Hmm, that's good, man. I 100% agree with you. You ready? I'm ready. How should we as Christians deal with enemies? I find myself wanting to be more vindictive with them, especially when it seems pretty obvious they're going to attack something I love. Hmm. It's hard, man. Uh, it's hard not to be vindictive sometimes towards an enemy. Um, mm. But the Bible does tell us to love them. That's what we're supposed to do. Mm. Uh, the example I have is Luke uh, 6, 27 and 28. I'm going to pull it up real quick. I thought I had it up and I didn't. <laughs> Luke 6, 27. And, oh, I hit the wrong button. 27 and 28. I'm almost there, guys. I apologize. Um, here it is. It says, uh, but I say to you, this is Jesus. Uh, but I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. So, you know, there it is. Uh, and that's, that's mm-hmm. words from Jesus. And um, clearly it's a lot harder, it's a lot easier said than done. Um, but that is how we show people the radical love and grace of, of God and of Jesus. You know, like, you know, it says that these people, you know, the people on the outside, the people who don't believe you know, they're going to know us for a love for one another. And it's also, you know, so not only is it important that we treat each other well and we love each other radically, but when you have opportunities to love your enemies, you have, you know, it, it's so important that you love them. And that doesn't mean you have to just accept what they're doing to you. You know, that's not, that's not what that means. But, you know, if you have an opportunity to somehow show them that you are different in the sense of like, it makes no sense that you're being nice to me or it makes no sense that you're offering this to me, like, Take that up because you're showing them Jesus. You're showing them just what what they're missing, what they're missing out on by following Jesus. So, hope that hope that answers your That's question. Good, man. And I don't really have anything to add to that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, when you're vindictive. That's when you know, and it's pretty cool that you caught that. You know that's coming from a non-good place. But I don't think there's anything wrong. You know what helps me stop from being vindictive to my enemies? Now, it depends. If you have a voice in that person's life, then speak up. That's not being vindictive. Like, if you know if they're saying something wrong, speak up. Because sometimes we feel like the only option is say nothing, do nothing, or do nothing publicly, but do something shady, like snide and passive-aggressive. No, stand up boldly and call them out for their... For their evil, right? Yeah. For whatever it is. <laughs> Otherwise, <clears throat> if it's someone who you, you can't speak into for, like, maybe you don't know them personally or they never came to you, you know, sounds mm-hmm. like in this case you do. But if not, then all you, you can only pray. I deal with this a lot, so I understand. Um, but, yeah, pray. God can do stuff, and that's the hope, right? That's, that's good, man. What you shared, so. Amen. <clears throat> but I get it. I feel that same way a lot of times. All right, so we kind of have, this is kind of a tune one. Because uh, we had someone do, a, we had someone ask you something, and then also do a follow up. Okay. So it says, uh, "My dad isn't a part of my life because he made some really bad choices. One of my cousins will call him my dad whenever she sees me and tries to tell me a story about him. I'm not close with this cousin. I just see her sometimes at her job. She doesn't know why my parents split. When when she says my dad, I get that tightness because I don't want to be associated with him, but I, but I am because I share a last name. How do I explain to her nicely that I don't want to hear about him because he made his choices in life and I can't be part of that? He isn't saved. And then the follow-up to that is also, I can't tell her the reasons or choices he made because they directly affect someone else, and I don't feel it's my place to share those, those people's traumas he has caused. That's a really good question, um, and I'm sorry that you're having to go through that. And I, you're not talking about it, but I can tell, you know, there's hurt in there, and I'm sorry for the hurt that 
happen to you and genuinely. What I would say is, I think you said it here. I think you need to just be upfront. And something I learned from a counselor, and I've said this many times, is you don't owe anyone anything. So what I mean by that is you don't owe people the details. Yeah. So you could just say something as simple as like, hey, you know, I understand that, you know, you may not know this, so I just want you to know I don't really enjoy hearing about my dad. Um, we, you know, I don't really want to hear about what's going on in his life right now. We we're some things happen that we're working through and hopefully will someday. But, you know, I love talking to you. But if we could just make him not a topic of conversation, I'd really appreciate that. That's perfect. And then I think what's going to happen is you're afraid they may ask a question. But here's the thing. You don't owe them details. So if they say, well, why is that? And you say, honestly, um, just out of respect for him and me and people involved, rather than talk about it. But uh, if you could just honor that, I'd appreciate it. Boom. And I think you said it very eloquently there. And um, you don't owe people details, but you, you certainly sometimes you just have to be forward with people because they don't necessarily know. Mm. Now, if, if your cousin continued to do this after you asked them, then it changes, changes it a little bit. But yep. I think that's how you do it. Hopefully 100%. that answers your question. Great yep. question. Absolutely. Um, where are we at time-wise, Funter? We are probably around 37 is Dang. what I'm going to say. Yeah. We could give him a short one, but I'll let you because you actually read through. You want to lead us in uh, our, our segment of – well, first off, thank you for those great questions. Please continue to ask them at www.therim.life.real-talk. Thank you. Boom. Move on to our next segment known as Real News, Real Views, in which we give you real news and real views on them. That's right. Real news with some real views. So what do you got for us today, my friend? So our first article that Fun Turn found for us, uh, it's uh, dealing with the Supreme Court. Um, The title of it is, uh, The Supreme Court Weighs If Race Should Factor in College Admissions. Uh, Here's Affirmative Action Cases. Uh, Essentially, um, there are some arguments today in the court about uh, whether or not uh, there is, let's see here, whether education institutions can consider race as one of the many factors in determining student admissions with both sides invoking concerns over discrimination and diversity. Um, it was focused mainly on the, the University of North Carolina uh, and uh, Harvard College. So um, essentially, um, there are race-based affirmative action policies for, for both these institutions with uh, the SFFA, which is the Student for Fair Admissions Incorporated, arguing that these measures have led to discrimination against white and Asian students. Um, uh, mm. Yes. So essentially, there was some. Let's see. I should have. I should have underlined more stuff. But some speculate the cases might lead to the overturning of the 2003 Supreme Court ruling yes. in the case of Grutter versus Bollinger. Did you mention that? I was in about to. Yeah. Yeah, in which a five justice majority upheld a University of Michigan law school policy that used race as a factor in mission. So essentially, before he goes on, because he knows a little more. Mm-hmm. As of now. They're allowed to, they have, uh, how do I say this? They have quotas of certain races they need to accept. Mm -hmm. So one student that is of a certain race but has lower academic um, performance could be put over and given, put over and um, admitted and taking spots from people who, if you look at it on paper just scholastically, which is what it should be based on probably, Mm well, that's what they're saying, uh, you know, someone who deserves to be there. So yep. they're saying that's how it is now. They're saying that should not have a – race should not have a place at all, and it should be just looking at – Agreed. Right? Agreed. I mean, that's what they're that, saying. That's exactly okay. what they're saying. And so uh, essentially back in 2003 when they actually did that, when they had that put in place, uh, it says that they were actually only going to be doing that for about 25 years. Yeah, she – the. 
Sandra Day O'Connor stated, race-conscious emission policies must be limited in time and predicted that 25 years from now, the use of racial preferences will no longer be necessary to further the interest approved today. Yep. So, And that was mentioned back in 2003. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. So I think the reason why this is being brought up is because we're getting close on that on that, that 25-year timeline. And, and essentially, I believe what the argument is, is that after that 25 years, they're saying, you know, like you said, that what she said, that can only last a certain amount of time in that because how could you ever, if it's going to go on forever, you're essentially saying, like, there is no um, ceiling or cap on how to say a, a university is, is quote, f- officially diverse. Like, there's there has to be, like, a, a, a uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like, there has to be some sort of actual, like, not policy, but there has to be like a definition of that, and there seems to not be one. Mm. So that's really all these questions that they're asked. All these judges are asking all these questions. Um, let's see here. Yeah, because like one of them said, we enthusiastically embrace the duration requirement, but we don't think that the compelling interest in diversity will ever expire. Essentially, saying there's no clear cut. Sure. Like, there is no clear-cut ceiling here of what you guys are trying to accomplish, which is why they're saying we should get rid of this. Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, I think it's, it's you know, since we're supposed to give views, you know, I guess I have the courage to do that. I think it's, I understand, and I actually really think the wisdom in what they said, I can see that in certain time in our history, you had to have had that, because if not... There was, it probably should have happened back in the 60s, though, right? Now. Sure. Um, but that I don't think it's necessary anymore. I really don't. And I think all you're doing is you are favoring, you're kind of furthering um, the idea of race being the most important thing, even if in your mind you're doing it to help diversity. Does right. that make sense? 100%. Because you're still making dividing lines and creating attention. And I thought it was interesting that it said not only whites but asians have been in their mind discriminated against because of this mm-hmm. because other races right and they, the fact we're even talking about this other races are being put over them solely based on the factor of race mm-hmm. so you know i think that education this is my personal opinion education should not be something where race is a factor like is there other ways to do what they're saying you know like because i've heard the arguments Certain races don't have as good of school systems. That's their argument. Mm-hmm. Well, then, then, but say you have, a, say, a white student and a student of another race coming from the same school, the exact same school, but the white student doesn't get that benefit, even though they were at the same poor education. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think, I just think that that's not fixing the problem. You know Agreed. what I mean? Agreed. So that's just my opinion on it. And certainly we want, you want e- equality across the board. Of course you want that. And I'm never, I would never say to not have that, but I don't think it's fair. I agree. Know? Education should, and maybe there's another way to factor those things in. Maybe instead of it being race, it's area. Mm-hmm. If you're from a certain area, they, maybe they can look at different factors, you know? Uh, uh, I don't yeah. know. Just, I, I'm just spitballing here. Sure. If that's your I real agree. concern... Right, and I hate to say it, but I think a lot of times it becomes a political banner by which certain parties can say they don't really care. They're just like, look at us; we're standing up for racism. I mean, against racism, even though it's not really an issue of racism anymore. Yeah, you know, that's just my thoughts. No, I, dude, I hundred percent agree with you. So that's what I think. Mm-hmm. And really, that I mean, that's that's really the whole article is them just explaining how 
you know, on the other side, they think that, you know, the people who want to keep it, they're essentially just saying that, you know, they think that it would, it, that the, if they were to get rid of it, it would just cause diversity of, of universities to plummet, mm. you know, and they think yeah. that would, that would cause reverberations through um, the future of America. Sure. That, that's their argument. Sure. Yeah. It's hard for me to see that as being what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Not, 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 not in the world we're in now. Yeah. I, you know, I, I just, I will say, I don't know. I don't think that's the case. Mm-hmm. The, the real reason this, they're worried is because if you can change one thing again with the whole university system, there's an opening for them to change more and reprimand more about the university system that we have currently. And colleges and university educational system is the most, possibly the most corrupted and backwards way of thinking that we've ever had for higher education. So... What there's probably more of a concern of, oh, wow, well, we, we don't get to just do whatever we want now. We actually are going to get mandated again, or we're going to get we're going to have an opening where people are going to be able to sue us more or be able to do things against or us. Or possibly more. look into the cost, exactly. your tuition cost, which has risen hundreds of percentages. You know, it's, it's inflation's gone like this. But the cost of education, we could put a graph on it, has gone like this. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's oh, a, yeah. It's, it, and I say that as a college graduate. I mean, it's, I don't even think it's, this is off topic, but to pick on your thing, I agree with you because then you can look into other things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that would be interesting because it's, we're talking, excuse me, I mean, it's a racket in my opinion. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. This, this is, uh, this, not looking into it as much as, as much as I probably should have ahead of time, but. Uh, honestly, this whole mandate and this whole thing that they did with the Supreme Court was probably more of a uh, a shield for what you believe is a racket, honestly. And I, I would honestly agree with you. I don't think colleges are doing what they should be, and I think the cost of education is astronomical with what we should be doing, and I think it's it's absurd. Well, and it just leads to more federal funding. Exactly. Too. I mean, that's all. But anyway, interesting article. Yeah. Um, but... I think, you know, we have another article I do want to talk about on Halloween. Yeah. But we've given you guys extra long shows. So I, let's, I, my, my view here, fellas, is we hold that over one extra week. Okay. Cool. I don't know what your thoughts are. Or on yeah, live. Well. Um, well, that's true. Yeah. Because I we think. we can bring back our favorite. Yeah. Huh? I want to bring back our favorite guy. Well, at least he's my favorite guy to look up every once in a while. Who's, oh, yeah. Touche. Yes, who's back? Yeah, we back could do that. Again. That'd be a good one Great, for, our, for live. There you go. Peace of love for Greg Ox. So, that being said, folks, we love you. You know that. AJ, do you have anything you want to say to the crowd? Yes. Thank you guys so much for watching this episode or listening and or both. Because maybe you do that. I don't know. But whatever you do, whether you listen, you watch, please like, share, and comment on this. We do interact with you guys in the comments. We do. Um, (laughs) Really? We do. We really do. I do. I promise. No, but... um, (laughs) So go ahead, like, share, and just leave a little blurb at the top, letting people know why you why you're watching, so people will be more likely to watch. And honestly, this you know we said it earlier, but social media is it is just such a dark place, and this is an opportunity to get people a little bit of light in it. So please just keep that in mind. And uh, other than that, I love you guys. Thank you. Fun turn. All righty, all righty. Come on down. We're gonna talk about uh, about you liking our podcast. You know. We need you to like the podcast. We need you to do that. Every way you can leave a five-star review now. You can leave a five-star review over there, up there, and over there. You can do it everywhere. We we want you to do it. We want you to give us a five-star review. Helps us on the business and the thing. Write a little blurb there. Let people know why you like us. Or if that's too much effort, just write hi. I don't know. Just tell us hello. That's, that's, That's worth it. That's two letters. That ain't that bad. Or just... 
right eye. I, I guess that's that's that'll help us. That'll help the algorithm. We appreciate it. Tell us a favorite energy drink, something like that. But leave that uh, five star review. It helps us out. Again, social media is a dark, dark place, and I'm from the mob. <laughs> Not really, so don't come Not really. Get us. It's exactly, yeah. don't. This is a joke. <laughs> not really, though. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I suppose he's right. Comedy is not a, is not a very uh, good thing I want thing to talk anymore. to this Tony guy you got behind the camera. Yeah, we, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> we want to talk to Tony. We've been looking for him for a long time. Don't ain't here. Um, <laughs> anyways, have a great day. Jesus loves you. Also, if you have any bad opinions, just walk on down the street. Keep going. Go get a cannoli or something. I don't know. Just keep walking down. You don't need to. You don't need to stay here and leave a five star review if you don't like us. I mean, if you don't like us and you leave us a five star review, cool. But if you leave us a one star review, I got a lot of questions. I ask you to leave. You can go on down the street. Get a cannoli. Get us. Get a nice meatball sub. Okay, Tony. If you <laughs> you're still here, um, yeah, that's <laughs> thank you. Please do that. One other thing to leave you guys with. Listen, some of you guys are out there. Guys, gals, people in between. Some of you are out there. There is no in between. Guys, gals, young, old. That's what I meant. People in between. This is something I want to tell you. You know, some of you are sitting out there right now, and you're not feeling like you have any value. That's just the truth. And you don't tell anyone, but you feel worthless, and you feel like um, whether it's just you've messed up or no one cares or all those lies that go through your head, the key word is a lie. Mm. The truth is, regardless of where you are, even if you don't believe in God, he believes in you enough to do this. You were created. The Bible says you were fearfully and wonderfully made. That means that... God created you individually, uniquely. There has never been another you, and there will never be another you. That means you're special and you have a purpose and that God loves you so much. So um, it doesn't matter if the whole world turns against you. The creator of the universe thinks you're worth it and you're enough, and you need to hold tight to that and remember that. And if you're struggling, having negative thoughts, you need someone to talk to, please get a hold of us. You can anytime at www.theremnant.life slash real-talk or go to www.theremnant.life. There's a phone number on there. And... Uh, you know, we'll, we'll get back to you as soon as we can. But just know that, that God loves you. We love you. And we hope you have a great day. God bless.